What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way Good morning, my wonderful friends. How the heck are you guys? This is actually daily encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be April 7th. We are moving along the year, you guys. It's going really, really quick. I realized today I had it written down that I was going to talk to you guys about Jeremiah 29:11. So I'm definitely going to get into that next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, um, God has plans to prosper us, right? Not to harm us. And I just want to share a little revelation I had with you guys about that, um, you know, in terms of how I had been applying that in my life. And, uh, you know, anyway, I won't say no more. We'll save that for next week. But today, you guys, I wanted to just kind of tie up this, the, uh, the wilderness, the wilderness series. Um, I just wanted to talk about this one more time in terms of, you know, getting into the promised land and the thinking that's going to be required. Now, this might sound like, you know, the repeat episode of last week, but I just think this is so vital in reemphasizing. It's been very vital for me in my journey. And uh, I just want to kind of dig back into that one more time. And then we're going to be getting into, uh, I got a couple more things I want to share with you guys. We're going to talk about Jeremiah 29, 11, talking about living water, um, hearing God's voice. And then we're going to get into revelation revamp. And so I'm really excited about you know, just all the things I'm going to be sharing with you guys. But before we get into this episode, let's go ahead and pray really quick. And then let's talk about the mindset that we need going from, um, going into the promised land. So let's go ahead and pray you guys. And then let's have a conversation. Lord Jesus. Thank you for this day, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much for the grace that you give us to, you know, be a new creation Lord. that we are new because of what you've done for us, Lord, that we are not hindered by anything anymore because of your spirit in us, God. You've given us your spirit. You've given us power. You've given us grace. You've given us love. You've given us everything we need 
to be prosperous, to be fruitful, to, to advance your kingdom on this earth, God, through however we're going to do it, Lord. But we know you have good plans for us, Lord. And I just pray, Jesus, that our souls would prosper, that we would be able to think rightly about you and our hearts, about ourselves, about you, you know, about the plans you have for us, God. Let us tap in to the greater vision you have for us, Lord. I pray that every single person on this podcast would have a greater vision for their life. You know, who, where do they want to go? Who, who do they want to become? What skills and talents have you given them? What kind of legacy do they want to live in their life, Lord? I pray that they can use their imagination you've given to them to see these things in their mind, Lord. Put it on a piece of paper and remind themselves that's what they're going towards, you know, for what they want to do in their life. Increase their vision, God, for their life so they can make progress and move, and move forward. Lord, every living thing out there was created to grow. And so, Father, I pray that we will have a compelling vision in our life that will continue to grow us, Lord, into the men and women that we're supposed to be. You know, who we are in character and our values, expressing our creativity through the skills and the talents that you've given us through the things that we create, God. You know, and I just pray, Father, that you'll bless every single person with the ability to see that within within their imaginations and their hearts. And uh, they would not be afraid of the good you have for them, Lord. I pray that all the strongholds that we have against your goodness, God, and you prospering us, Lord, would be broken down. Father, you are good and you are kind. And Lord, you know, you used to get so frustrated with people who uh, saw wrongly of you. You know, oh, you just brought me out here to die in the desert. And you're like, you know what? Finally, it was like, you know what? No one's going to see the good I had planned for them. Lord, you have good planned for us, God. Let us let that let that truth sink into our hearts, God, and into our minds. So, Jesus, I just pray that you'll bless this conversation today. Speak through me, Lord. Speak to the hearts of the people that are listening. Bless my brothers and sisters. Strengthen them. Encourage them, Lord. I want my brothers and sisters to walk in their God-given authority, to rule and subdue this earth, to to advance your kingdom in every area, God, and prosper in every area of their life, Lord. That your kingdom would be advanced through the government, Lord through our finances, through our relationships, through our health, Lord, that we would prosper, God. You know, we would have good health, Lord. What can we do if we don't have good health? So I pray that every single person listening to this podcast would be blessed with good health and they would do well in their life. And, you know, every area of their life would prosper, Lord, and that you would get all the glory, God, because of the mindsets you build in us, Lord, the changes that you do within us, the the healing that you do, Father. I pray for great healing upon every heart of every single person listening to this. And through that healing, God, that would give them the feel and the energy they need to uh, fulfill the plans and the will you have for them, God. So we love you, Lord. I pray you please bless this conversation. I just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. So really quick, you guys, this was just on my mind again this morning. And like I said, I just want to tie it up like a little bow, you know, um, as we're going to be ending the wilderness series. And you guys talking about prosperity in the promised land, I'm sure it's going to continue to come up because, uh, you know, one thing I've come to realize about the promised land, the the promised land in our life is seeing the fulfillment of the promises that God has given to you. That's your promised land. It's being able to see God's faithfulness and truthfulness and love and the things, the good he has for you to actually see it materialize, right? His words become flesh. You can literally see it in your life. That's when you know you're in the promised land is when the things that God has spoken to you are actually manifesting themselves on the outside, right? In your life. Just like when God came to Abraham and he goes, hey, you're going to have a son. 
one day he did, right? Um, when the Israelites were crying out to God about being delivered from slavery, right? One day that happened. That was a promise that God gave. So, you know, being able to realize that we go through the wilderness for us to learn to rely on God's voice, the love he has for us, to build us up, right, inwardly, you know, and then once we get through that, once we learn to come underneath God's words and where God's words become our God and not the words of ourselves, the words of another person, right, your knowledge is no longer dictating your life. And the knowledge of other people is not dictating your life, but the revelation of God in your life is dictating you through the, the deliverance that he's brought through your life, through his kindness towards you, through his mercy. Uh, you know, like I said, through the, the crying out you did and then the deliverance that he brought, right? And being able to, to uh, feast your mind upon how the Lord has always shown up for you. So that way, when you get into the promised land, you can continue to advance God's kingdom because the Lord never, never... How can I say this? The Lord always has plans for us, right? Even when they got into the promised land, there was going to be this next phase they were going to get into, right? They were going to start, you know, building their kingdom there and, and basically, but what they had to do first, right? They had to take all these people out, right? So it was a process. The Lord leads us all the time into the new thing, right? So he gives you one promise. It comes fulfilled in your life, but then there's always going to be this next thing he's going to do. God is a living God. And so, you know, we're always going to be hearing him and he's always going to be working in our life. That's never going to quit. Right. But anyway, you know, the, the journey that he leads us on in terms of getting underneath, getting underneath his voice and his love, his plans and surrendering to him, right. That journey that we go on to where we know how to hear his voice and we've got this mindset, right. That's going to take you further. You know, your mindset that's developed in the wilderness is going to be the mindset that you need in the promised land, but you can have two mindsets in the, in the wilderness. And we're going to talk about that today. So here's the first one you can get into. You can be in the wilderness, right? So the Lord's delivered you. He's got you in a process where, you know, you're learning to rely on him. Um, you know, you're learning how to, you know, figure out who you are. Um, like I said, no longer living underneath the voices of other people learning how to hear his voice in your life, living by that, making decisions based upon what he's doing with you. And, but it's all, it's not easy in the wilderness, right? You know, uh, there's nothing there. Um, you know, there's literally nothing there, right? Think about a desert. Okay. There's not a lot of life. There's life there, but it's extreme. Okay. It's, it's pretty extreme in the, in the wilderness. All right. Um, and there's, there's testing, right? There's the testing that goes on. You know, are you going to, believe that God is going to lead you to the place he promised that he's going to bless you. He's going to prosper you. Or are you going to get focused on the reality of the, you know, the space that you're in in terms of it being hard, you know, it's the wilderness. There's not a lot of resources outside of us, you know, whatever, however you want to look at it, but you can have the mindset that some of the Israelites did. You can grumble in your tent. You know, the Lord hates us. He brought us out of Egypt to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us. Where can we go? Our brothers have made our hearts melt in fear. They say the people are stronger and taller than we are. The cities are large with walls up to the sky, right? So you can be on the brink, right? Because this is in Deuteronomy. The spies were already sent out to look at the land. Again, the spies came back and they go, it's a good land that the Lord our God is giving us. 
you know, you read back in, um, I think it's, uh, you go over here to Joshua, which is afterwards. And then, you know, Rahab and the spies. So the spies go to the land. Joshua, they said to Joshua, so Joshua sent these spies out. They come back and it says, the Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. Right? Or you can, you know, so you can hear someone coming back to you saying, hey, God's got good plans for you. He's going to do these things. But you can come to your own conclusions like these guys did in their tents. You know, and it's funny because they say our brothers said, right? So the, their people that they were on the journey with were literally sitting there telling them that, you know, they're people that are stronger than us. He says that their brothers made their hearts melt in fear. Isn't that amazing how the people you surround yourself with can cause you to be afraid of the plans, the good plans that God has for you? Even though, think about this, y'all been walking together, right? You've all been together, but you, they all have, there's two different mindsets that are going. You've got the, the spies, the people that have really been leading, right? Good leaders will always lead you into good, but that's a whole nother conversation. So you've got these leaders that show up and are saying, hey, this is going to be a good thing. But then you've got the people who are lower, in a sense, who are being led, who are complaining, saying, oh, no, this is not going to be good. Two different mindsets. You know, and and like I said, just being careful on who you're listening to within your own camp. Are you listening to the voices that are encouraging you to, to move forward into the plans that God has for your life? Or are you listening to other people, you know, they're like, oh, no. I mean, think about how the church is these days, too. You know, there's a lot of real low-level thinking in the church about God and the goodness that he has. You know, talking about the promised land and prosperity in the church is almost deemed as evil and, you know, just like, oh, my gosh, worldly. You know what I'm saying? So we've got people like that among us who are supposed to be on the same journey as us, right? Advancing the kingdom of God, you know? establishing God's kingdom on the earth. Everyone has Christ in them, right? Rolling and doing your life. You've got everyone around you who claims to be underneath that same cloud, but they're not coming to the same conclusions. Some people are, like I said, looking at the obstacle in terms of, you know, the reality of, okay, we need something versus the reality that God has already met all of our needs. We're going to make it. You know, and that's the one thing the Lord's been reminding me of this week, you guys, because it's been pretty rough for me the last few weeks, you know, in terms of um, looking at my reality at times in my life and the different challenges that I've I've had to deal with since moving out here. You know, me and my husband and kids, it has not been the easiest journey for us. And, uh, you know, it was like, Ashley, you can focus on the reality of the struggle because it has been, you know, there's been a lot of things that have happened that we've had to overcome. Or you can focus on how I've delivered you from all of those things. Two different mindsets. Which mindset do you think is going to get advance me in my life? Which mindset is going to advance you in your life? Are you going to focus on the reality of what you need? Because the, the reality is we all need things from God, right? We need his, we need his provision. We need his, we need everything that the Lord has that is good. We need it, right? We need God's help. We need his, his wisdom, his counsel, his love, his mercy, his provision, everything. We need what the Lord has. But, you know, when you've been in a situation for so long, like the Israelites were, we're talking 40 years being in the wilderness, you can get real accustomed to thinking of, well, it's always going to be this way, right? It's going to be hard. It's going to be like this, even though the truth is 
the same in in the same way it was hard in terms of yes they were in a wilderness that's not easy you guys right i mean you've lived in lean times before i mean everybody has but if you had and if you have invited christ into your life you should be able to see god's hand in your life taking care of all those needs at the same time and that is going to be what is going to be the distinction to where whether you get into the promised land or you stay stuck in the wilderness what are you focused on are you focused on god meeting all of your needs despite you know being in this this kind of transition you know going from one place to another right can you see god's hand in your life of him providing for you all the time and that's going to be the difference between like i said you make go going from the wilderness to the promised land is your ability to see god's goodness in your life and how far he's led you regardless of what your circumstances have looked like and that is why we got to be so aware of this because the enemy can only use what we see to manipulate us into thinking that you know god isn't with us or you know whatever and that's really going to be our biggest problem at the end of the day anyway and I, i'll share that with you guys another podcast about you know um the importance of of knowing that god is with us regardless we we need to have that revelation that we are not alone and that god will never leave you right so you can have that mindset oh great you know the lord let us out here or you can be like the spies you can be like the leaders and say, hey, it's a good land that the Lord is giving us, right? So, you, and the only way we're going to get that mindset is if we intentionally take a step back and face both realities. Yes, I've been in this situation, right? But look what the Lord has always done. My needs are always met in Christ. He is the God of my life now. Not my experiences that I've had, right? I'm not going to live in the past anymore, you guys. You know, I'm sure another day I'll do another podcast about anxiety. I think that'll be a, a really good podcast. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that too, but we'll, we'll get into that another time. So, you know, asking yourself that question, what mindset are you in right now? Are you focused on what you need or are you focused on how God has taken care of all of your needs? And he's not going to stop doing that. God never changes. He made a promise to us. He's a father. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I've given you my spirit as a guarantee. I will never drive you away. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to um, bring that up today. Your mindset is going to make you or break you. And I want you to challenge your mindset today. Are you? Which mindset are you in? Are you in the mindset of this is what I need? And so you feel stressed, you feel stuck. Or are you in the mindset of, the Lord's always provided for me and he's going to continue and God has plans for me and he's going to advance me into the vision that he's given to me. And that's why I encourage you guys to take some time and ask the Lord, Lord, what do you, what's in my heart that I'm not seeing? That's good. The good that you have for me, Lord, help me to see you for who you say you are, right? Plans to prosper me, not to harm me, to give me hope in a future. What skills and talents have you given to me? You know, what, where do you, you know, what do I want to do in my life? How do I want to prosper in my relationships? How do I want to prosper in my finances, in my career, with, you know, uh, in your health, right? The seven areas of life we talk about all the time. I want you guys to sit down and get real serious about where you want to go in each area of your life. 
What do you want? How many of you really sit down and actually think about what you want? Or are you always fighting against what you don't want and feeling frustrated? I, you know what? I get frustrated too when I always think about what I don't want. There's, well no, there's no life in that. You know, think about the how it makes you feel when you think about what you don't want. And I've talked to you guys about this before. Your thoughts are going to dictate how you feel, right? So get your mind in the place of what do I want, Lord? Where do you want to take me, right? How do you want to prosper my life, Lord? What things should I be looking forward to? What... How should I build a vision for my life? You know, get it. Just start dreaming. Be like a little kid again, right? Just get a vision. Get a poster board out. You know, you guys, I'm making another one because the Lord knows. And that's, we can, you know, I'll I'll save that for another time. But get out a poster board, okay? Write down, you know, whatever year it is. And just think about in your life who you want to be in your life, right? Think about your character and your values. What kind of person do you want to become? And then think about the practical ways you want to advance your life in terms of, you know, all the other, uh, areas of your life, you know, uh, with your money, with your career, education, contribution to society, what kind of health do you want to have? And then how are you going to do it? Right? So think about that. You guys think about the vision you have for your life and, um, you know, um, but, but before you even think about that, you have to really realize what mindset am I in Lord? You know, that third John talks about, he goes, I pray that your soul will prosper, that you will prosper as your soul prosper prospers. All right. Your soul is your emotions. Um, your, your emotions, sorry, your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. I believe that one's your soul. You have your spirit and then you have your soul. Wait, no, 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 no. I thought your soul was your character and your values, which is in your heart, right? Or maybe it's the spirit. I can't remember, you guys. Dang it. I did a podcast talking about the difference between the soul, the spirit, and the flesh. All right. And, uh, you know, um, I believe that your soul is your, your character and your values. And then your spirit. Yeah, I believe it's your spirit. It's your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. That's why we have the Holy Spirit in us, right? The Holy Spirit interacts with our spirit, our thoughts, emotions, and will, and we're able to connect with God on that way and start to really rebuild our lives, which is going to prosper our soul. Your, your soul is your character and your values. That's what you, that's who you are, right? In terms of character and, and what motivates you. And, and that's what you take with you throughout your whole life, right? Your soul is who you're becoming in the process. And so, um, anyway, you guys, uh, is there anything else I want to share with you really, really quick? Um, if you go back here to Joshua, Yeah. And like, you know, the Lord has surely given us this whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. And it's funny because the people that the Israelites were afraid of, right? You know, I, like I said, you've got low level thinkers, even in the church who don't really have a high view of God. They see him as, oh yeah, whatever, you know, just sort of, you know, God really doesn't mean to prosper us. We're just going to like survive. And Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head and just all this blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you're gonna, like I said, you're going to have low thinking in the church. And those, those low level thinkers are going to, you know, always be thinking that the enemy is way more powerful than he really is. Right there. You know, if you go back, remember to Deuteronomy, it says our brothers told us, you know, the people that they're doing life with. Right. He goes, uh, 
Our brothers have made our hearts melt in fear. They say that people are stronger and taller than we are, right? So you can be discouraged by your own people, you know, their conclusions about stuff. Or you can say, the Lord has surely given us the whole land into our hands. You can do that because you have control over what you think about and who you're going to give credit to in terms of all the progress that you've made in your life. It's either you or or you see it as, as God being faithful. Now, again, God will put you in situations where you, there's, you have no choice but to acknowledge it was him. What could the Israelites really say in terms of giving themselves credit to how they survived in the wilderness? They had no resources outside of them. They had no gardens. They had no people to trade with. There was nobody out there. It was just them and God. You know, and so the Lord will do that. He will put us in a situation where we have no other place to look and say, wow, the Lord did that. And you get to choose though, right? That's the beauty of it. That Lord, the Lord is intent, the Lord's intention is that we would see his hand, see his goodness towards us. So he'll use our physical environment right to where we're like wow i can't do anything without him i i can't even eat right that's why they're crying out to him for food and water you know but you can go through that in your circumstances realizing you might not have you know maybe the excess that you want right and be frustrated by that right because sometimes it's easier to rely on yourself, right? Like the Israelites, you know, they were in Egypt. They were in, slave, in slavery, but they're always like, well, at least we had this and this at our disposal, right? It was easier for them to like rely on themselves and, and then instead of relying on, on the Lord in that way. You know, it's very humbling when uh, you realize how dependent you are upon God by being in those situations where you're like, I don't know how I'm gonna eat or drink, but I'm going to cry out to God and I'm going to ask him to help. And then God's like, boom, he shows up. That's what he wants us to do. He wants to show up for us. He wants to be the God in our lives who meets our needs. And like I said, he'll put you in situations where you have no other choice. But to see, you can choose. You, you can choose. You can choose to see his hand or not. Right? But God's intention is that you would see his hand. And not just focusing on what you need right look i need this or i need you know realizing that god will provide for all your needs so anyway you guys i hope this makes sense i just wanted to go back to the mindset right you know promised land thinking are you looking at what you need or are you looking at how god has provided for all your needs despite where you've been how long you've been there right where you are you know, are you focused on, on where you're going with the Lord? You guys, and this is something the Lord's been reminding me of too. That's why I'm talking this way. This is stuff that I've been going through myself. You know, am I going to focus on where the Lord has me going in my life? Or am I going to focus on where I, where I am currently right now? You know, and even where I'm currently right now, the Lord has provided. And that's the point. That is the point. Can you see that God has provided for you even in your lowest situations? Can you see God's hand? Because if you can see God's hand in your lowest, you're always going to see him. Right? It's real easy to see God when you're doing well, but a lot of people struggle to see God when they're in the desert or, you know, you're in circumstances that aren't ideal. But God wants 
us to see his hand and he wants us to live by his hand and the assurance that God has good plans for us, right? He's going to help us. He's helped us in our lowest point. He's always going to help us. He wants us to be just so reliant upon him, you guys. So what's your mindset? Think about that today. Think about your mindset and ask the Lord to give you the grace to live in the mindset of always seeing his hand in your life, right? Always seeing his provision, no matter where you're at in your circumstances right now. You're not defined by your circumstances, right? You're not defined by your circumstances. You're defined by love's God, by God's love and grace for you, his provision, who he is in you, right? Ask God to give you a greater revelation of who he is in you and to bring you know, bring to mind all the, the things that he's done for you. And if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, welcome. And if you're in a situation where it seems really difficult for you, ask, ask God to reveal himself, ask him to deliver you. That's going to be the beginning of your journey. You know, ask him to deliver you and then God will deliver you. And then you're going to realize that he's real and he's there. And then you, you got to go on a journey of, you know, sanctification truth and sanctification right you know letting God change you not leaning on your own understanding you know not relying on yourself all the time you know but learning how to rely on him and make opening your heart to him you know and then when he does that it's going to give you confidence to move forward in the things that he wants you to do because you're going to grow up you know we're supposed to grow up and and be tapping into these desires and these dreams and these visions that God has put in our hearts, these good plans he has for us. And you're supposed to be pursuing the good plans he has for you. And there's going to be times where people are going to say all kinds of crazy stuff when you are pursuing the good plans that God has, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure the Egyptians thought it was real crazy that they wanted to leave and they didn't think that was going to work out. Well, guess what? <laughs> Too bad, so sad, right? The Lord brought him out anyway regardless of what everyone else was saying so you got to be so convinced of god's promises for you his plans so that way when everyone on the outside of you is saying all kinds of stuff you have your own inner resources in terms of you know who god has been to you you know how he's brought you through stuff you know how he's delivered you and you know that's how he's always going to be towards you and that's going to give you the fuel you need to move forward into the promised land you know and that's what that's what should happen with the israelites but we can learn from their story right so what mindset are you in and um you know are you are you ready to live in the reality of god's provision for you so anyway my friends that is it that's all i have for you today thank you guys for listening to the podcast if you can please leave me a review on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts from um i would really really appreciate it it does help the podcast get out into the universe you guys and i i really want this podcast to empower people to walk in their god-given authority um, if you guys are new again to the podcast, I did do a life coaching series that started January 2020 all the way up through May 21st of 2020. And that's basically five months of content where I share with you guys how to build an identity based upon your character and your values and not your performance, circumstances, or people's opinions of you. So you guys be sure to check that out if you are wanting to be more rooted from the inside out. Um, you guys, I share my journey with you and uh So I just want to inspire the world with the things God's inspired me with. So thanks for listening to the podcast, you guys. I look forward to seeing you or talking to you next week.